Welcome to Rhema for Today. If your prayer life is controlled by the Word, and it should be, you don't have to worry about the will of God because the Word of God is the will of God, and you're not going to ask for anything outside of the Word of God if His Word's abiding in you. So you don't have to bother about that. That solves that will of God problem. See, people over here who are not in the Word, you always know when they're not in the Word. Because they're running around talking about, well, I don't know what His will is. We'll pray. If it's His will, He'll do it. If it's not, He won't. I know right then they're not in the Word. You're listening to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. Later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan with his teaching, Knowing God as Your Father. Well, if you have your Bibles, open them with me to the 16th chapter of John's Gospel, and let's read two or three verses here, well, from different areas. We'll read two here from John's Gospel first, that is the 16th chapter. 16th chapter of John's Gospel, Jesus is speaking, and, and he said in the 23rd and 24th verses, And in that day ye shall ask me nothing. Verily, verily, I say unto you, whatsoever ye shall ask the Father in my name, he will give it you. Hitherto have you asked nothing in my name. Ask and ye shall receive that your joy may be full. Now, while you're right there close, just look back into the 15th chapter and notice the 7th verse, 15th chapter and the 7th verse. If ye abide in me, Jesus is speaking, and my words abide in you, ye shall ask what ye will, and it shall be done unto you. Now again, open your Bibles to the 6th chapter of Ephesians. We'll read a verse that has been our golden text in all of our prayer seminars. That is Ephesians 6, 18. Praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. Hallelujah. Let's just read these words. Praying always with all prayer in the Spirit. Hallelujah. Now, prayer has several elements. I've just jotted down some things here many, oh, I don't know, years ago. And in going over prayer notes, I uh, found these, and it just sounds good. Amen. A lot of times I'll write down things the Spirit of God gives me. Or sometimes if you're reading something, you know, from a magazine, periodical or a book or something, and maybe just one statement will fit right in with what you've already got. So you just put that right in there, sort of make a sandwich out of it, you know. <laughs> Amen. And through the years, you know, you'll gather up some very important things. A lot of times the Lord will give me something, even in preaching or teaching, I don't have any scripture for just the thoughts. And I'll write them down, then I'll look up for scripture, and that's the way I am on this. And, and so I, I wanted to read all three of these scriptures, or portions of scripture, there are two verses on one of them, because I wanted you to see that in, in prayer there is the Father, 
the Son, and the Holy Ghost involved. Hallelujah. Last verse said, praying in the Spirit. Jesus said, what have you asked the Father in my name? He'll give it to you. So, prayer has several elements. Now, number one, it brings you into personal fellowship and touch with your Father, God. He is the Father of spirits. It brings you into personal fellowship and touch with your Father God and with the Lord Jesus Christ and with the Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit. All three of the Godhead are brought into the prayer life. You see, according to what Jesus said in John 16, 23, and 24, you are praying to the Father. You are praying in the name of Jesus. You are praying through the Holy Spirit with the aid and the assistance of the Holy Spirit. In the Spirit, he speaks here. That can be either in English or in tongues. And your prayer is based upon the Word of God. See, you got all four elements in prayer. The Father, the Son, the Holy Ghost, the Word, the written Word. Jesus is the living Word. Jesus said, if you abide in me and my words abide in you, you shall ask what ye will. I believe this is going to preach pretty good, isn't it? <laughs> I don't remember ever preaching this before. I told you I was going to bring out some things I hadn't preached. I believe it's going to, it's, it's beginning to feel pretty good, you know, I mean... <laughs> You know, it's not like you try on a new suit. Well, I believe that's going to wear pretty good. I mean, it's already beginning to feel good, you know. Hallelujah. So Jesus said, if you abide in me and my words abide in you, you shall ask what you will and it shall be done unto you. We all want to get to that place where you ask what you will. Think about that. He didn't say you ask and if it's God's will, he'll do it. That's human reasoning. No, he said, you will ask what ye will and it shall be done. But now then, of course, don't take that and run off with it. Because it's based on you abiding in Him. That's fellowship and in Him, staying in Him, and His words abiding in you. Hallelujah. If your prayer life is controlled by the Word, and it should be, you don't have to worry about the will of God because the Word of God is the will of God, and you're not going to ask for anything outside of the Word of God if His Word's abiding in you. So you don't have to bother about that. That solves that will of God problem. See, people over here who are not in the Word, you always know when they're not in the Word. Because they're running around talking about, well, I don't know what His will is. We'll pray. If it's His will, He'll do it. If it's not, He won't. I know right then they're not in the Word. Don't shout me down. I just call some preaching real good. I know right then they're not in the Word. Because if you're in the Word, you know what His will is. Because his word is his will. After all, that's what testament means. Did you ever go where there's reading a will? You know, someone had died that says the last will and testament. Hallelujah. Amen. Of so and so. Well, the New Testament, thank God, is the will of God revealed to us through the death of Jesus Christ. Are you listening to me? And so if you abide in me and my words abide in you, you shall ask what ye will what ye will, hallelujah, and it shall be done unto you. Now, so then, 
You are praying to the Father. You are praying in the name of Jesus. You are praying through the Holy Ghost or in the Holy Ghost or with the aid of the Holy Ghost. And your prayer is based on the Word of God. That will solve the prayer problem. That's the answer. You don't need any more answers than that. Yeah, somebody said, but. I know right then they don't believe the Word or else they're not paying any attention to the Word. There's no ifs and ands and buts about it. If the Bible said it is so, praise God. If I don't know what it said, that's my problem. I need to get into the Word. Hallelujah. But you see, most folks coming around seeking help, you know, you tell them what the Word said, but yeah, but now what's your opinion? I've had them ask me. I said, I don't have any opinion. I just believe what the Word says. Amen. Yeah, but what do you think about it? Well, I don't think anything about it. The Bible said it, I believe. What you need to do is get in the Word. I've said to people, what you need to do is to get in the Word. They'll turn right around and say, yeah, but couldn't you give me a word to sort of help me? Yeah, I already have. <laughs> Amen. See, they're seeking help outside of the Word of God. There is no help outside the Word of God for the Christian. That's where his help is, is in God and in his Word and in his revelation. Are you listening to me? And you see, that's where it is. The Holy Ghost, Jesus said, he'll take the things of mine and show them to you. Hallelujah. See, the Holy Ghost is in this thing too. He'll take the things of mine, Jesus said, show them to you. Now notice what else he said. And he'll bring to your remembrance. Hallelujah. What things forever I've said unto you. See, if you get into the Word of God, the written Word, and live in it, and stay there, and abide therein, and fellowship in it, then when the hour of need arises, or whatever it is, and you begin to pray, the Holy Ghost will bring to your remembrance. But if you don't know, you see, he can't do his job because you haven't done yours. Now, you remember this, that Jesus said, now listen, listen real carefully. You're right there in that 15th chapter of John. You could just look into the, the 14th chapter of John. And you see, of course, that Jesus here in the 14th, the 15th, and the 16th chapter of John's gospel, this is just before that he's going away, going to Calvary, going to die, going to be raised from the dead, going to ascend on high, enter into the heavenly holies with his own blood to obtain an eternal redemption for us, coming back down here on the earth, appearing to the disciples and different ones at different times, eventually ascending into heaven and sitting down at the right hand of the Father where he is now and where he ever liveth to make intercession for us. Now when he was here, you see, with these disciples, they could lean on him. They could ask him and he could... Uh, could counsel with them or tell them whatever they need to know, but he's going away. What are they going to do then? So what does he say to them? John 14, I will pray the Father, 16th verse, I'll pray the Father, and he shall give you another comforter. See, as long as he was here, he was their comforter. Let's stop just a minute and analyze this a little bit. You know, I, I make mention quite frequently, I like the Amplified Translation. You know if you do any studying at all, that, uh, you know, even many King James translations will have a little number or letter by the word comforter and look over in the margin and it'll, it'll say helper. The Greek word is paraclete here. It means helper, 
Counselor, the Amplified gives a sevenfold meaning of the name, and Comforter is just one of them. Comforter, Helper, Advocate, Hallelujah, Intercessor, Counselor, Strengthener, Standby. Hallelujah. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find more great materials by Kenneth E. Hagan, Kenneth W. Hagan, and the rest of the Hagan family by visiting our online bookstore. I want to tell you about this month's radio offer. The first product in this offer is the three CD series from Kenneth W. Hagan, Getting Through the Tough Times. Also in this package is the slimline book from Lynette Hagan entitled God's Peace. Purchase these two items for the price of $27 and get Kenneth E. Hagen's CD entitled Faith for Finances for Free. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G, rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Right now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. In April, April 14th through the 16th, Rama College Weekend. Yes. So if you're interested in knowing, you know, what Rama uh, Bible College is all about, come and check it out here on the USA campus. Yeah, just go to rbtc.org and yes. all the information is right there, right That's there. That's right. Tomorrow, more from Kenneth E. Hagan with his teaching, Knowing God as Your Father. If you'd like, you can visit our online bookstore at rhema.org. Thanks for listening to Rhema for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan.